Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So, this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. 1 Nephi chapter 18 In the beginning of chapter 18, we can read that Laman and Lemuel had repented and that they worshipped the Lord and helped Nephi in building of the boat. The Lord showed Nephi time to time the manner of building the ship, which leads me to believe that he only got one piece at a time, which is in the same way as I have gotten information lately, like one piece is revealed and then the next. I wonder if Nephi is as frustrated as I am about the situation. It would have been nice to get the overall plan first and then sit down and structure everything up. But I realized, after doing Men vs. Women 5, that men's brains and women's brains tend to work a lot differently. Men are systematic one step at a time, and women, let's just say, we don't work like that. And Nephi went to Mount Oft. Am I reading it correctly if I think that is mountain and often? Anyway, that is where he gets shown great things by the Lord. Someday I would like to do a test and pray upon a high platform or mountain and see if I can feel a difference. After the ship was built, the brethren looked at it and saw that it was fine and humbled themselves. Am I the only one who finds this sad? I'm trying to find a better word for what I'm feeling. They've been through so much, going back and forth to Jerusalem, seeing an angel and all other miracles, but they only repent and then it's like gone the second after. How fleeting is the emotion if that's all they are capable of? And then came the day that the Lord came to Lehi telling them to board the ship. And after many preparations of food and everything needed, they went onto the ship. I found it interesting that he mentions that they went into the ship, everyone according to his age. I know that age always have played a great part in the history of mankind. Maybe it's because we live in a time today where age, at least in my part of the world, has been a bit put aside and you look more to what you have accomplished than the age you are. Nephi was the main builder behind this boat, but reading these words make me see that he humbled himself in front of his father and his older brethren. Also that even though the Lord came to Nephi and asked him to build the boat, when it was time to board it, he went to the head of the family and gave him the instructions. So they board the ship, and Jacob and Joseph is being mentioned, and they set sail towards the promised land. After days at sea, Laman and Lemuel, with their wives and brothers-in-law, start to make themselves merry, as it says. They start to sing and dance, but the main point is that they are being rude. They start to develop a bad attitude. And Nephi, being worried that the Lord will be upset with them, asks them to mind their ways, which of course led them to get angry. With the younger brother trying to rule over them, once again the age is an issue. I love how it is put in verse 11. And it came to pass that Laman and Lemuel did take me and bind me with cords, and they did treat me with much harshness. Nevertheless, the Lord did suffer it, that he might show forth his power 
and to the fulfilling of his words which he had spoken concerning the wicked. Nevertheless, the Lord did suffer it. Not that I, Nephi, suffered it in order for the Lord to show his power. No, Nephi was the one bound, but the Lord was the one suffering. It shows us the pain the Lord goes through every time we are in pain. He suffers. So the first thing that the Lord does in order to remind them is to make the compass stop to work. Then he creates a great storm that takes them back on their track three days. And even though they now start to feel terrified of drowning in the sea, they still don't free Nephi. I'm just marveling at the amount of stupidity I can read about, and I'm not sure if this is actual or for us to learn from, and therefore described like this, for even a child to understand what not to do and how not to be. So now Nephi has been bound for four days, and they are on the brink of being destroyed, and now Laman and Lemuel comes to loose his restraints, not freeing him, just loosening up the ropes a little, because now they actually think they might die for real, because they understand that God is really angry with them. And even though it must have been very painful for Nephi having been tied up for four days, I know the pain of sleeping on my hand and getting it numb, and when the blood comes rushing back, here he is, swollen and bruised, hands and feet, and the first thing he does is praising God all day long. I understand I still have a lot to learn and a long ways to go in being humble before God. Lehi starts to try to talk to them, but age and everything is wearing heavy on them, and they end up in sick beds. Now Jacob and Joseph, Nephi's wife and children, all plead with them on behalf of Nephi and their parents. But the only thing that worked was to get them so scared of dying that they had no choice but to free him. Am I like this? So stubbornly doing my thing that I have to be on the brink of destruction in order to change my ways? I really hope not. But even though I might not be so stubborn in such obvious ways, there might be parts of me that needs to humble themselves before God in me too. Now Nephi is freed and he takes the compass and it works in his hands. And he prays and the storm calms down. After this incident, nothing more is mentioned about the journey and they arrive safely to the promised land. And they set up their tents and started planting seeds. And the seeds grew and they got blessed with abundance. And we get to read about the animals that was there for the use of man and the metals they found. What I take away with this is how many chances Laman and Lemuel got from the beginning of this chapter up to now. Not only from the chapter, but in the whole book of 1 Nephi. How many times have they messed up and still got blessed with abundance? I guess that is how much our heavenly parents love us. That no matter how many times we mess up, the atonement is for everyone. I am important, and if I slip and fall, they are there to catch me and guide me back on the right path. We should be more forgiving and loving towards each other, even towards the layman and lemuels in our lives, because, to Heavenly Father and Mother, each soul is a precious child to them, and they suffer when we suffer, and they want us to have joy. Until next time, be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share, and subscribe, and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace, and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind, and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. 
If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.